Welcome, welcome, welcome back to AG University podcast. For those of you catching me on YouTube or any video format right now, I literally just popped out of the shower, did my makeup, wet hair. I'm headed to the airport. I'm so excited. I'm going to be in Tennessee for the next 10 days, probably by this t time when this podcast is out, I'll already be in Tennessee, but you know, spring is a season for growth and just newness. And I'm literally going back to Tennessee to see all of my best friend's babies. I got Taylor, Monaco, her baby Novi, my bestie Hunter Primo just had a baby who I haven't even met. And then I'm going to my other best friend's baby shower. So it is just, you know, literally the season of spring is new growth. It's always how I um, explain it to people, the information in the Akashic Records. It's all about the little seedlings that we have planted in the winter months are coming to fruition. So I hold space for all of your manifestations coming to life in this season. And I'm so excited for everything that's coming up for everyone. Everybody's been writing me in saying new jobs and new manifestations are sparking since listening to this podcast. So I just want to keep championing you guys. And always, if you have um, just a really exciting success story, send it to me, email it to me. I love to share with the podcast so that it can inspire other people that their manifestations are on the way, right? If, if yours are on the way, mine are on the way, they're all on the way because we're all in this together. It's really how I feel. So this week's guest is a dear friend of mine, Peyton Sarton. We have truly been in each other's realm since like 2016 or 2017. We have kind of an overlap because I went to Arkansas and I had a big following from Texas because there was a lot of Texans that went to Arkansas. She's from Texas. We got connected so many years ago. It's crazy. But it's been really cool to be on her evolution because she is just such a salt of the earth, genuine, gives great advice, just like a level human. I love being around her. Podcasting together was a straight up stream of consciousness and it went so many directions. <laughs> but one thing that we did touch upon that I loved is like feminine rage and this just like true emotional charge that I believe we all carry and we talk about ways to express it. Things that are just, I'm just really lit up about and, and seedlings for more content to come. So I know you guys are going to leave with lots of nuggets, some little tasty treats. I think it's really going to spark some, yeah, some, some activation inside of you. I definitely feel that way with Peyton and you guys can check her out too. Her podcast is Note to Self. She truly is the internet's big sister. She has the best advice. And yeah, she's just a fellow friend, content creator, YouTuber, TikToker. She does it all. She truly does. I have been constantly inspired by her for years and years. So it was really cool that we got to connect and do this interview in person. I know you guys are going to love her. So without further ado, on behalf of AGU, I welcome Peyton Sarton to the show. Let's go. Okay, you guys, welcome to AG University. Peyton Sarton, she is Hello. here in the house. I'm here. We have been following each other on Instagram. We've decided for like maybe like eight years. Literally eight years. And we actually didn't meet until like a year or two. Well, it was also through TK. Like I remember TK, my old roommate, was like, oh my gosh, my friend Anna Grace. Like she was going to visit you or something in Nashville. Yes. And I was like, wait, I have been following Anna Grace. Like we've been following each other forever. Yes. But she was like your actual and real life friend. Yes. So I was like, that's so weird. Like how the, how, I don't know, the kind of things crossed. But also she was friends with Kinsey. That's how I met her. So it makes sense. TK is such a great connector too. She is a great connector. I great her networker. Great networker. I am the opposite of a great networker. I don't want to leave my house. You know what though? Uh, producer Courtney and I were actually talking about this last night, how Shannon is like so great about like going to events and going to places. And mm -hmm. after, once I moved to Florida, I was like, 
do I like need to go to those things still? Like, yeah. is that like still, but I was like, you know what though? She like loves doing it. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually like don't really feel called to it. So I'm like, I feel like if you feel called to it, do it. But yeah. You don't, People I don't will feel find you fulfilled. Yeah. It doesn't make me feel good. That's actually a lot of things. I've been learning a lot about that kind of approach to work lately where I'm like, you feel like you're supposed to be doing X, Y, and Z things, especially living here in LA, like influencers kind of run in the same pack and like, they just do the same things. And for me, I've had to like give myself a lot of grace because I'm like, I just don't feel good doing that. I'm not going to force myself to do it because then you get in this like rat race thing and you're doing all these things that don't fulfill you. And then you feel like, empty <laughs> yes you're like I'm drained it's so drained so I just like decided in my life I now like I was explaining one of my my average day to someone yesterday and in the last year it's changed so much he was like what do you do like what's your average day and I'm like um so I wake up like at eight no earlier than that ever sometimes like today I was, was so sleepy I slept until 11 a.m it's like you know what I don't care I had a workout class that I slept through I'm like I don't feel good right now. So I'm just going to sleep. But anyways, I was like describing this day that was so lax. I'm like, then I go make my coffee (laughs) and then I read and then I, sometimes I record and then I work out and he's literally just like, what do you do? Like, what is your job? I'm like, dude, I don't know. Just living and documenting it or something. But I do feel like the way that I do like that, the way I've set up my work day doesn't look like what the typical workday should look like, but I'm making more money now and I feel more productive now based on just how I feel inside all the time, which has been crazy. That's like, I want to, I want to clap right now. So I'll into the microphone, but I'm like, that's exactly, it's like, for me, it was like breaking out of this like mental narrative that for, it was like, I must work harder Mm -hmm. to make more money. Mm -hmm. And I have like rewritten that. I'm like, no, no, no. When I put myself first, when I feel good and when I'm having fun, that's when I make more money. Yes. And the thing is too, it's like more, I'm really trying to connect more with my like inner feminine, my divine feminine. And I feel like I've always been connected to the masculine because that's what's celebrated so much. And again, I, I grew up in a military family, like the masculine discipline, those kind of things. We're also a sports family. So like it was a very intense to-do list focus. Like we're going to wake up and grind like every day. Like there was a lot of like respect involved with that. But for me, and I've done that forever. And like this last year, I'm just like, you know what? I just want to live a softer life. And it's honestly been so much better. I'm less stressed. I look different. We're talking about like shape shifting. Yes. I feel different. My body started looking better. Like, and I, cause I'm not stressing myself out all the time. The cortisol uh, will ruin your freaking life. We don't, we don't, we're like, a little bit is fine. A lot, yes. we don't need it. Oh my God. Horrible. I, right before you got, right before Peyton got here, just so you guys know, I did like the tiniest little like drop in reading. Cause I was just like, I feel like Peyton gives such good stream of consciousness thoughts. And I was like, <laughs> I'm just going to see where this goes. And it was, um, I was writing all about how like slower and softer is better. Yes. And you just said that exactly. How weird. Yeah. But I, 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 I'm really into, I've been in my slow slash soft era. Mm-hmm. It was kind of forced upon me. Yeah. But now that I'm here, that's when everyone started being like, oh my gosh, like you, it, it's almost like I look different and yeah. show up differently to the point where people can't figure out what it is. And they're like, have you been doing your makeup different? Like, yeah. did you do your hair different? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like they can't even pinpoint. And I don't even really know what, what it, it is. is. Yeah. But it's like this energy inside of me that I have like shifted and stepped more into my feminine, even with like how I dress. Like I used to wear like that streetwear and like, um, hoodies and like yeah. and hats and like all things and now I'm like what if we just wear like a dress or like a nice little, little breezy soft. set because then also I really do think like how you dress makes you feel different obviously like yes when I show up in some cute little sundress or something I do feel more feminine and softer yeah. 
Like, I don't know. There's something about it. Oh, no. So before, when I was a wardrobe stylist, before I was doing the type of work that I was doing, or like, didn't really know I was a medium or any of these things. Like, maybe kind of knew, but like, didn't have verbiage or like, had never met anyone. It was just like, oh, I don't know. I was doing styling, but I was really doing like energy reading intuitively, like kind of not knowing. And I always say, I called it an energetic styling, but I don't, I don't know someone might've already created that term. It's one of those things that I think I created, but like everyone's like, it's it's a thing, (laughs) who knows, (laughs) whatever. But I always would tell people like your clothing carries energy. Mm -hmm. And like, if you had something in your life happen where like, I had this dress that I wore one time and I was like, I got robbed in the dress. Uh And like, it was like my favorite little black dress too. Like devastation oh, no. i loved it like stole my phone stole my a classic yeah. she a was classic. a classic years you can't replace it like it's I had just, her for yeah. years oh she was like a like a like a sexy like drop neck like fit great could never put the dress on again could never oh. i was like because you know every single article of clothing carries a memory a story it's an oh, energy yeah. you know oh when i so i went through this breakup recently I had to get like some of my favorite clothes ever. Like there was a great story about how he got me this, um, these Zimmerman pieces that I really wanted. And it was like really cute. And we had this like cute moment. Um, and I, once we broke up, I had to be like, I have to sell these. Like I can't, they cannot be in my closet. Yeah. Cause it was such a happy moment for me in that relationship. So I literally had to like get them. I had to get rid of them. And when I got rid of them, I felt so much better. Oh, there, there is like a legitimate scientific and energetic I need I need to like actually talk more about this. I haven't really talked about that much on my podcast because yeah. I was a stylist before. Yeah, you have to talk about this. Yeah, and I like there is like if you're going through like a um, certain like a depressive state or certain emotions, the first thing that you can do is like clean out your closet, purge. like purge, mm-hmm. get rid of things because there is like energy that's just like all just like dense. Yeah, you're just like you're just packing it in. Yeah, and it's like an actual representation. It's like a mirror of the energy that's happening inside of us. You mm-hmm. know, like when we're ready to release and ready to let it go you'll kind of find yourself being like "Ooh, i'm ready for a little spring cleaning yes but when you're just like sitting in something you're just like hoarding all this energy clothes like Mm -hmm. just carrying all these memories all this stuff it's like you gotta like you gotta get rid of it you gotta get rid of it yeah i I definitely believe in that too another i've been using that also also well also beauty products oh i've been doing a lot of like self-obsession but not in like a vain way tell me i know i'm i'm i this is i'm i'm in like I'm integrating the word selfish or like mm-hmm. obsession in like mm-hmm. a positive way. And it's not like, so I've talked a lot about like villain era on yes. my podcast, which I love, but it, it's a little less like villain era is more, in my opinion, just like a, it's a little more masculine to be honest. But for me, the feminine aspect of it is like the, you know, taking a really long time to do my skincare or like really like brushing my hair at night for a long time or like really taking care of myself aesthetically and not be not doing it so in a way that I'm like I'm so I'm so much better than everyone else. It's not really in comparison to anybody else. It's just like looking at yourself, admiring yourself, being like really soft and nice to yourself and doing things that feel good. So like skincare feels really great. So I've been making it a point to like sit and do my skincare and then also makeup. Like I'm trying to like learn better ways to do makeup because I'm like it's just supposed to be like a fun thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's how I've like one slowed down and two really been like a little more self-obsessed. I love that. Mm-hmm. I I was just talking about this. I've mentioned it a few times on this podcast, but just to like bring it up to speed, like 
the word for me and it's shadow work. Yeah. I've been doing TBM for years. Yes. And then also to the Akashic records is a lot of shadow work. Okay. I'm basically like, I can look at someone, open their records and tell them exactly all the triggers they need to work through to like really? move on to their higher self. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so that's like kind of the vibe. It's not always, sometimes I can just tell them like the next steps. It just depends on the mm-hmm. person. But if they want to know shadow work, I can freaking go there, you know? Okay. So we have to talk about that on, on the self. Yes. Okay. I would love to. So for me, one of the words that came up always was like selfish. Cause yeah. I, I think I maybe like my mom was always like don't selfless. Be, yeah, like yeah. don't be selfish, you Especially know, as a woman, as a woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I found myself like fucking angry and like mean and like yeah. mad at people yeah. because I was just pouring myself into everyone, but like I was never pouring into me. Mm-hmm. So and then I had this moment in therapy where I was like, why is it nothing's wrong with being selfish at times? Like, no. why do I like think that's a horrible thing? Well, also if you think like I've d- dived into this lately, especially where one, obviously women were supposed to be selfless. I was taught that from a young age. Like, you know, we're supposed to sacrifice and be soft and let people kind of like run all over you. But for me, um, I am pretty spiritual and I've been so for a while. And I feel like I have a very um, somatic experience of everything because I have a lot of anxiety, but I also have like a deep intuition. And having to discern between the two has taught me a lot about it and made me feel it even more. And for me being a woman now I'm like I feel like I feel like the universe because I think we're all kind of like the universe so me being selfish and like self-obsessed like physically too I feel like I'm taking care of not only myself but like the universe a reflection of what the universe is right it might be like a little bit too woo-woo no, but like there, I feel it there is nothing too woo-woo okay <laughs> I'm like first of all I, there was a scale I'm at the end <laughs> I feel it I'm like and also when I even like look prettier if I feel sexy I'm like it doesn't feel like necessarily me only. It feels like the universe. So I feel happy to be like celebrating that. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like when, when we feel good, it's truly like the universe does not give us what we want. The universe Mm -hmm. gives us what we are. Yes. Like that's the thing that people Mm -hmm. get so confused. They're like, I want this. It's like, no, no, no. If you are, it's what you are. So it's like, Mm -hmm. if you're feeling confident, you're feeling good, you're feeling sexy. The universe is like, yes, queen. Like (laughs) that's what we're like showering you with. Mm -hmm. So it's like kind of redoing this narrative. And I definitely think it is this like female. I I listened to a podcast. I've kind of talked about it a little bit on a solo episode, but it's um, all about how like we have this like feminine rage inside of us. Like I love feminine rage. I want to go there. I have some fucking deep rooted anger, especially like through this last move. I think I had to abandon myself in a lot of areas because it was Mm -hmm. like necessary for survival yeah you have to sometimes yeah Yeah. but then I kind of like woke up one day it was like it was January 1st it was the new year and I was like I'm pissed off pissed and you have it so deep inside of you you know what I always think about feminine rage as the end of Game of Thrones I don't know if you watched Game of Thrones tell us but like so the main Khaleesi the main Daenerys Targaryen is like kind of the one of the main characters if not like probably the main and she was so soft. She was a ruler, but as a woman was very soft, trying to like free the slaves and like take her place on the throne. And at the very end, after years and years and years of the show and her being so soft, she something ignites in her and she gets so angry and burns chills. the entire world down. Like literally, like it's not like one-on-one men are at war. Like it's all these men like causing destruction, but not like and they're causing destruction more frequently at a smaller scale. And then this one woman who has been so soft and tested for all of this time and has had like a ruthless life, to be honest, she finally expresses her anger and it literally like ends the world. Like she is, goes crazy. And that's what feminine rage is to me is like, it is so rare that women will express it. We all feel it, but it can be so intense. Like it's in the animal kingdom, you know what I mean? Like 
the 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 mother animal is always protecting the babies and it's like the scariest most powerful force in nature yes <laughs> is that rage and protection you know right so i feel like especially as like a in a civilized culture like where we live there's so many things that happen to women that are so horrible over centuries and we all i think feel it ancestrally yes i feel like it's just in us like we just know and it's like feminine rage is just so powerful and it makes me feel powerful to know what's in me if i ever needed it yes you know it it is it is good but i also do feel like sometimes i trap it in this like ball and Mm -hmm. it's like stuffed down somewhere and that's that's been lately in the last like few months Mm -hmm. you know what else happened too is i got my iud out and i felt like it like there was like a hormone something happened like I like, I was like angry, like wanting to have sex <laughs> angrily, like not yes. actually, not angry sex towards Austin, but like yeah. I would be like pissed off. And the like thought of like sex was like a release. Does yes. that make sense? Yes. Yeah. It was like, I couldn't say I'm like, is this a hormone thing? Or do I have like, like a lot of anger just like that I've tucked in. Cause I've never felt comfortable expressing that uh-huh. emotion. Uh-huh. Probably never my whole life. Like I, I don't, I would never even consider myself an angry person like oh at my all, gosh. but it's in there. It's yeah. in all of us. And it's like when we get tested, 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 da, 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 get, da, pushed. Da, get pushed. And so I heard for the first time, like it was like holy rage or feminine rage. Like mm-hmm. this is like been a new term that I've just heard. And I'm yeah. like, it like, I was like, Yes. It's it. And it's been like fueling my workouts. Like I've been doing these like channeling emotions, strictly Mm -hmm. the certain emotion in my body. And I'm like, I do do not do this at the gym. I wouldn't recommend it. It, Like, honestly, it gets pretty weird. (laughs) (laughs) That is so smart though. No. And I've been like, I've been like completely rewriting the narrative of exercise in my life because I'm like, exercise is actually like it's, it's a very spiritual process for me now. And my whole life, it was like a form of like torturing or punishing or, or yeah. manipulating the body or yes. some way doing well, something. The goal was to make your body better at some point right. rather than like the experience of the workout. Right. And like being present in it kind of. Yes. Yeah. And like also like when I'm feeling some type of way, I literally will go and I like talk my body through like, okay, yeah. whatever you need to do for the next 20 minutes, if you want to stomp up and down and punch something, do let's it. go for it. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's do it. You know, like this, we're not doing lunges. <laughs> I just can imagine you in a gym setting doing this. <laughs> I know. It's like, amazing. They're like, no, no, I don't do it. At the I, gym. Know, I know. <laughs> if I did, That's people hilarious. would probably be like, she probably needs it. But it's like, as females, we have all these people we have to show up for responsibilities home life da, 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 yeah. so many things and we carry so much more because we have an emotional scale mm-hmm. we can carry more yes and we you know we have to for just kind of the the nature of our lifestyles at mm-hmm. times because someone has to do it somebody has to do it mm, it's us but it <laughs> but i'm like not me anymore i don't want to <laughs> but i'm like but at what point do we allow ourselves to like be mad or be like yeah ah. yeah be free be free yeah that's a really important part of this whole for me through working out, I've done this. And I've always been really connected to my body when it comes to working out. And especially when I was younger, through moving and stuff like that for my dad's job, I was a gymnast for eight years. And I was in the gym every single day for hours. And to be a gymnast at a certain like level, you have to be in like really intense control of your body. Um, I was a gymnast too. Yeah. yeah. And it's like so specific, like moving very specific parts of your body. The warm up every single day even is just like so specific. And I was always just really... It, it taught me to be in my body. So I've always used working out as a way, instead of really to like look a certain way, I've always done it as a way to like be in my body, which is really important for connecting to your divine 
feminine is getting out of your head and into your body. So I've been trying to do that lately, like so much to connect and feel like at ease kind of. Yes. You know, because I feel like a lot of people don't realize that you actually have to practice being in the body. Like that's why I always say like grounding, like all these things, like literally putting your feet on earth, like yes. practice feeling in the body. Because when we know when we're out of alignment, we do things like numb, scroll, drink. Those are all behaviors to yeah. feel out of the body in yes. a different like place. Or you have like also like those ruminating thoughts that are just like your ego talking to you. So you're not really in your body or in your head. Yeah. And gymnastics taught me this because it had to. So for example, if you're learning a new skill, like I remember specifically when I learned to do a full and I'm flipping backwards and starting to spin for the first time. And that can be very disorienting. And so for a long time, when I go to the gym every day to do this, it took me a while to like get like the, I don't know how familiar you are with that, but like getting the last quarter of the, it feels different than the first three quarters of yes. spinning. So like it took me forever just like falling, falling, falling. But with gymnastics, you can't not be in your body because your your mind is like, is off just trying to keep you alive as you're spinning, moving through the air. So I couldn't think about anything else. I couldn't be in my head. I was just fully my body because my body was like scared. <laughs> and gymnastics taught me that. I was like, oh, that's what it's like to be in your body because like, you're, you're just, it, you're doing something so physically intense that you could not even try to think about what's making you anxious today. Anything else? You know, it's amazing. I, that's why people love snow skiing. It's mm -hmm. like, you're so focused on like skiing, leaning yes. into the mountain. Th this mm -hmm. is because skiing kind of intense. If you're like, not like an elite skier, you yes. got to really like focus and it's, you it puts you into this like such intense present mm -hmm. moment where well, you're almost like scared. Yeah. Like if you make yourself scared, rather than anxious. Like I use fear <laughs> as like a positive tool, yeah. I guess. No, I like that. To get rid of my anxiety. And now when I do things like lift, I like, one, I'm like a crazy person about form for everything because that's how your mind works when you're a gymnast. But now when I'm working out, cause I lift heavy weights now like twice a week and it, one, I feel great after, but I really focus on the, each movement so intensely. And I try to focus on every muscle in my body I can feel. And it has been like therapy for me. Yes. It's been great. And you can use that with any kind of working out, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like really focus on how your body's moving. And it's so feels human. It makes you have to be present. And it gives me like this energy afterwards. Yes. It's like, well, it is like kind of a self empowerment too. Yeah. That you're like, I'm doing this for me. Mm -hmm. I'm paying attention to my body. I do that too. Like I've been, I keep wanting to make TikTok videos because I do so much I work out like in our backyard. I'm like, I have a, I can't work out around anyone right now because I'm like doing so many weird things, but I do like, I'll say certain things of like, okay, while I do this, while I do this specific motion or like, while I'm doing this, like I'm focusing on like releasing like this, like, so like I talk yeah. through or like pair an affirmation with a movement or okay. like do something that like keeps me in the body, like that mind body connection. Yes. Cause it's like, if you're working out and like scrolling on your phone and not paying attention, it's like, you actually aren't getting as good of results. Cause no. there is that mind body connection. And it's taking longer. Yeah. I've sat at the gym for so long before just like waiting between planks, like scrolling on freaking Instagram or something. Then I'm like, Oh my God, it's been 30 minutes. I've just been laying here. <laughs> and then I'm like, I have to leave. I can't do the second plank. Cause I gotta go. You're you know? like, it's, it's time. It's, it's just such a waste. <laughs> I think it really is about intention. Like it is. you're obviously very intentional about this and I've tried to become really very intentional and it just really has enriched my life to be intentional, especially when it comes to like connecting with my body. 
you know? Have, yes. I have gotten to a place where I can make anything intentional. Like mm-hmm. I'll pour a glass of water and I'm like, can I make this more intentional? I'll add a little squeeze of lemon. And yeah. then I'll like, I love like talking. I'll bless affirm- it. Yeah, yeah. I'll bless it. <laughs> yeah. Talking affirmations. Like have you, you know, you're familiar with like people doing like moon water or like water affirmations. Yes. Or- I've seen like the quantum jumping with the water. Yes. Yeah. I've seen that kind of stuff. I'm on that side of TikTok. So I'm very interested in like. You're like, I'm intrigued. Yeah. But I'm like so fascinated. I also, this is kind of about shape shifting that I mm-hmm. want to talk about. I love the like, have you seen the water? Um, it's like a science experiment where they freeze two cups of water and mm-hmm. one cup of water. Do you know what I'm talking about? And they spoke into it or something. Yeah, they're like, yeah. I hate you, you're ugly. Yes, I've seen this. And then they say one with like, I love you, I love you, beautiful. And they put, they freeze water and then they look at the the frozen molecules and yes. one's like beautiful the one that they spoke highly that to is so wild like, i forgot I about you. that yeah and then so the one that they're like i hate you it's like all gnarled mm-hmm. think about the, if that affects our water on a cellular level mm-hmm. our bodies made of 70 percent water mostly water yeah it affects how we physically change shape shift yeah right yeah because if we're looking at ourselves in the mirror being like you're so pretty i love you oh my mm-hmm. gosh you're doing so good girlfriend i'm so proud of you that's literally how i talk to myself yeah people yeah. Would think i'm insane when yeah. i'm putting on makeup i'm like you're fucking crushing it i'm so proud of you <laughs> that's if, me every day if we don't say it to <laughs> yeah. ourselves who is going to well also at the beginning it's funny because i had this moment with myself where i was just like sitting in bed and i like my eyes open and of course my first natural response is like i don't want to get out of bed and like in the beginning you have to force yourself when you're starting to learn these things you know and i'm just laying there like kind of angry just being like you're so abundant <laughs> by myself. I'm my like, you're great. Everything's going really well. I'm like holding onto the bed. Like it's good. Like my eyes are twitching. Like it is so funny to start that process, but now it feels more natural. Of course. Yeah. Like to like, yeah. Even say them in my head. I don't necessarily say them out loud all the time, but just like say them in my head. Like you're doing a good job. Yeah. Like, I'm proud of you. Yes. And I genuinely am proud of myself. So like, Yes. You, it becomes easier as you go along. Yes. Like yeah. everyone, you've got to start somewhere. Like I always tell people like mirror work is like, it is, it's the real deal. It's <laughs> scary. Mirror magic. Like, Why is it so weird to look at yourself in the eyeballs and like tell yourself good things? It feels so weird in the beginning. I know. And <laughs> I so literally probably, I did not realize I had a habit for years mm-hmm. of avoiding looking at myself in the mirror like really looking at I did that no I did that also like with makeup that's why I bring up the makeup thing because I've always been so quick to do stuff I'm also a perfectionist so like if I give myself too much time to do things I will ruminate so I usually do everything fast you're like just quick I'm like fine and just the makeup's fine so I can't like sit and look at myself in the mirror for that long because I just don't I don't know it's it was uncomfortable I guess and you had to get way more comfortable with myself in the mirror but it's weird because you're like you're alone with you and why are we so embarrassed (laughs) Like, why am I so embarrassed? It's me. You're like, I'm not doing this in front of anyone. No. It's, I do more embarrassing things than that probably by myself. So, like, why why is this so embarrassing? I, I know. It is, like, it's it feels very intimate. Yeah. And on this, there's, like, this level of, like, we're, like, why? It, it's, it goes back to, like, if I can't look at myself and say all these things, it's, like, I would feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. If the rule, I, I don't know what I'm trying to say right now, but yeah, I understand. Yeah. It yes. is embarrassing. It's, it's very embarrassing. intimate with yourself. It reminds me of, like, if you do YouTube or something like this and you have to go edit yourself. Like when I was first starting YouTube and I had first started editing my own videos, I was watching myself on the camera and being like, I'm so embarrassed for you. But it was me editing myself. Like no one's watching this. I could take anything out that I wanted. Wait, I could delete it. But it was just so embarrassing. And like also, oh my God, when you're recording like ads and you have to be like on a script almost, but then also you have to like kind of act like it's not a script. Right. It is so embarrassing to watch back. (laughs) But after with time and like, like doing it for longer, I got like way less embarrassed. So it's again, like the thing in the mirror, like you just have to do it. And then like, 
it just gets better. Yeah. You just gotta like make it a habit, a practice. Mm-hmm. I am releasing a course. It's coming out probably by the time this is out, it could all be out. Who knows? Timing mm-hmm. it's there. Um, but it's <laughs> Time's like, not real. Anyway. Yeah. Time's like, honestly, an illusion. Who knows? It's, it could be in the show notes. But not sure. it's fine. Um, but, it, um, one of the practices that I do is like, I really encourage people to like sit in front of the mirror naked. Cause it's all about like mm-hmm. connecting with your intuition. Yes. It's like a soul nourishment. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if you you do not realize as a woman how there are certain parts of the body that we like insist on hiding yes we insist on covering even from ourselves yes even from ourselves and it's i'm like so what if we do something crazy what if we all get naked and we look at ourselves in the mirror and you do this activity with me mm-hmm. your body will change because you're giving it permission yes to release i will say that i i'm a naked person like i just don't like clothes on my body and so if i'm alone at home especially i'm naked the whole time like i'm not I don't, and I also like used to live in like a high rise, like with TK and it was so great because we didn't ever have like blinds on the windows, but we were on like the 30th something floor. Right. And like, I know people from across, like across the way can see me, but I'm also like, they wouldn't know who I was anyway. Like I'm just like a random naked girl, like r- running around. So it was so freaking to just like wake up every morning and be naked in my high rise with the full, full floor oh, to ceiling windows. She said, I am abundant. I, I have am. Made it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm naked. And I was just always just like, I don't know, the more time I started spending naked the better my body started looking yeah it's because and it's so crazy there is like this there is this like subconscious mind that happens when we cover it up saying body you're not safe you're not safe to be mm-hmm. seen cover it up cover it up and then that energetically manifests as physical weight it's like a protection yeah that our body creates because it's, so it's like crazy oh i don't want to be seen like you're telling me to like cover up and like the more the first thing for me like changing my body was like showing up at the gym and like cute workout sets versus like a hoodie yes. i was always a hoodie girl mm-hmm. i didn't even know like i didn't yeah. have this vocabulary that i had now yes but i felt uncomfortable and it's like, you have to start somewhere. Even if you feel uncomfortable, like just, we're like, first of all, naked. Second yeah. of all, talk to yourself in the mirror, also yes. naked. But now I am. Be in, as naked as possible at all times. If you could just be as naked as possible at all times. <laughs> that's I, my life rule. Have you seen that TikTok that's like, I am the naked neighbor? Like, I, no, everyone has a naked but that's neighbor. Me. It's like you look next door and your neighbor's naked. I'm like, I am the naked neighbor. <laughs> me too. And now I don't, like, I in my home, I can't always be naked because, like, I have other men there, Austin and Zane. Yeah, yeah. But I will text Austin if they go to the park. I'm like, I'm having naked time because I get naked yeah. and then I, I'll like plaque for trips. Like I'll mm-hmm. change clothes over and over and mm-hmm. it's just like a naked hour. Well, it's just easier too. <laughs> yeah. It's also my dream to have like a place where I can go be naked. Well, we, my family has a ranch in like deep East Texas, but usually my whole family is like there when we're there. But my grandma will always tell me this. She's kind of like a hippie and it's in the middle of like a few hundred acres in the middle of nothing. Okay. Like only like the Google like video or whatever the Google maps thing that records it. When my grandma found out about that, by the way, she freaked out because she's like, whenever I'm out there alone, I just go out on the big, they have this like big porch and I just like lay out there naked (laughs) in the sun. She's like, what if I'm on Google Maps? Like, <laughs> she thought it was hilarious. Maybe I get that from her. I would love to just like have a place where I can go lay where no one is and I'm just in the sun naked. Naked. That's actually Ugh. like also really helpful for the body. Like, it is. We're supposed to be. That's like people that do like, have you seen the sunning your like bum? In your butthole? Yes. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I haven't really, bu- I'm not sure. I haven't tried it. Well, I don't, I just feel like, are you supposed to get sun there? Well, here's the thing. Maybe it's a, t- it's another test and like, <laughs> like, um, embarrassing yourself in front of yourself. Like, can you imagine waking up in the morning and like going in front of a juve and just literally spreading them and then having to be serious with yourself? <laughs> I mean, just go about your day. It's a test. <laughs> it's a test. <laughs> um, but you know what I will say as you were talking, do you know, what the, so I'm turning 30 in July mm-hmm. and this is all that I told Austin that I wanted to be. He's like, what do you do for your 30th birthday? And you know, um, 
James's birthday, Shannon's boyfriend is like July 5th. So there's uh-huh. like a big Ibiza, Ibiza, uh-huh. whatever. I'm I say right. Ibiza, I can't. I know, I Ibiza, can't. Ibiza. Yeah. <laughs> trip and so and you know conflicting birthdays and like i'm officiating my friend's wedding july 1st and, okay like, it's worked out it's like all of my friends are pregnant having a baby doing something whatever and i was like you know what for my 30th birthday i want to go we're thinking the bahamas i don't know it could change we'll see where the universe blows us but i was like i want to go somewhere where i can swim in the ocean naked oh that was what that was what i, I told austin i wanted for my birthday yeah I, it wasn't like i want to have sex with you in the ocean naked it yeah. was like i just want to swim around I naked be free <laughs> yeah. that sounds so nice Doesn't that sounds so good oh my god i just want to be somewhere where no one's like watching me like, yeah and you know our the beach we go to now is a public beach I'm yes like, i just want to like, like just let my boobs float to the top literally i also <laughs> feel like i would have loved like people always say like they want to live in a certain time like the 20s yeah, or the 50s yeah. i'm like i want to live when we were like just living in jungles and like mm. i know people do that now but it's like my dream <laughs> to like just be like off grid completely and naked and like eating the fruits of the earth or something no it's it's i think we could like honestly start moving back to that yeah austin and i have really been talking about how we want to do a compound like we want a garden we want like yes. some animals like yes we could all band together you could join our tribe of course yeah <laughs> <laughs> i will say like i grew up every summer going to our ranch in east texas and we were in the middle of nothing with the, we still don't have wi-fi out there um, and we had animals and like a garden and like a pond and you can go fishing and the whole thing. And it was really nice to just like, and also it's one of those things that we would go into town to get all our food and then we would come back out and like stay out there for like a week in the country with nothing and no one besides our family. And it was such a nice, and like, maybe this is where I got it from. We'd go feed the horses and there's photos of me like as a child running around being like, oh, I have to pee and you just go pee in the woods or like, I need to shower. I just like bathe with a hose at the horse, at the barn. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just... I love that kind of like connection to nature, but I also think it's getting older because I'll be 30 this year. And as I'm getting older, I've heard this so much. I just want to be around green and like nature and like clean air, which again, I live in Los Angeles. So like the clean air part, I don't know about that, but like I'm really drawn to like Topanga or like out to the beach in Malibu or something where it's just like, so I don't know if I feel like I told you, I kind of feel physically like intuitive or like anxious depending on you know the feeling but my connection has always been with the ocean as well like the water and like the energy of everything I don't know you feel more I feel more myself in those settings yes you know know? the the ocean every time I like will read the energy of just like things that I learned in the Akashic Records random. It's like the ocean is the largest healing portal that we have access to as humans. Mm -hmm. And there's actually something that happens to us. Like when we get in the water and the water has this like constant flow and rhythm, Mm -hmm. our cells will start to like assimilate to the energy of the movement of the water. Yeah, yeah. So it literally is the fastest way to reset your nervous system. That makes so much sense. Isn't that cool? Do you think the temperature matters? um, No, actually this winter, I was kind of like going through like a weird, like dysregulated, just and I moved a bunch. Nervous system was yeah. a little out of whack. And the cold water was actually better Okay, for like, kind of like almost like shocking you into your body. Like that presence yes. moment. You're like, yeah. oh my God, it's so cold. Fuck, it's so cold. It's cold. Uh-huh. You can't think about anything else. But like my yes. literal body is like. You have to like breathe. Yeah. You yeah. have to breathe. Um, but it, it puts you in your body and takes mm-hmm. you out of that like whatever is happening. Yeah. Ruminating in the head. Um, but I think, I think it's really the flow and the rhythm versus the temperature, but the cold actually does help more so with yeah. the nervous system. I think it's like a dopamine hit too. Yes. Like after you get out or something. Yes, yeah. it is. You feel like, oh yeah. Like, oh, I feel so yeah. good. Cause I, I swim, I would say almost I swim in the ocean every day. If not, <sighs> so jealous. like I at least go ground on the beach and like do mm-hmm. something. But I do feel like as you get older, you have this like call to nature. Yes. <laughs> you do. And I also think like, um, well, I grew up 
for the first eight years of my life, I grew up on the Florida coast in the panhandle and we lived within 10 minutes of the beach, if not on the beach, um, cause we moved every couple of years, but at Panama city and Destin is where we lived. So a big part of my childhood was the ocean. Like that's all I knew. We would play in the ocean. We'd go out at night and like crab hunt, um, with oh, like flashlights and like, crab it was such a huge part of my life, mm-hmm. the ocean. So we moved to Texas when I was eight and we were so far away from the ocean. I feel like now one, the ocean is very nostalgic on top of this like scientific reason that it's so good for us as people. And it's so weird now because I don't think I could be, I grew up mostly in Texas, I will say. And now when I go back, I do feel this weird sense of being landlocked Mm -hmm. and I don't like it. Yeah. I feel like I need to be close to the ocean no matter where I am. I know now that we, I've live in Florida, mm-hmm. I, the other day we were walking on the beach and I looked at Austin and I'm like, I literally could never go back to Tennessee and Tennessee's born and raised home, yeah. Memphis to Nashville, Tennessee. I am Tennessee. Double yeah. name, Anna Grace. <laughs> yeah. She's from Tennessee. <laughs> yes. And like, I'm like, I could never not be near a body of water now. Mm-hmm. Like I, that's like the highlight of my day. Like our lunch break, we go and like jump in, come that's out. So like, nice. yeah. I'm like, Ugh. how do I, oh my gosh. Well, cause is it, you are close to the ocean here, but I not, am, but it's just like, it's like, LA ocean too, where it's like, it's going to take me 30 minutes to get there. And then if I'm in Malibu and if I don't leave before like three, yeah. I will have to stay in Malibu until like nine because of all the traffic getting back. Cause there's like one road, literally the PCH. So it just makes it more anxiety producing. But I also think I made it a big goal this year to spend more time there, like do little staycations and stuff. Yeah. Do like a little like mm-hmm. staycation, travel some places. Yes. It is. It's interesting because right at towards the end of the pandemic, like I was living alone in my house in Nashville, which was the darkest hour of my life. Like uh-huh. living alone, being single <laughs> in the pandemic. Yes. House shut down. I'm I like, there, I might not survive. This. Yeah. I had two roommates during the pandemic. So, or, and, and then TK. So that was oh, nice. So At least someone was there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like I would like the mailman would come and I'm like, Hey, like, what are you up yeah. to? What's He's happening? Like, Delivering mail. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, I did actually, this happened just a side story. This happened this last weekend. I wasn't going to go out, but one of my guy friends was like, we're going to have boys night, but you can come if you want. And I was like, sure. These are guys I've known for a long time. Um, and I was going to bring a friend and then like she ended up being too tired to go out that night. So I was like a normal person would just be like, you know what? I was tired. Like, I don't want to do this. But I realized I hadn't seen a human being all day. Like I got on my Uber at 9 p.m. And I was like, he spoke to me and I was like, I had an urge to be like, you're the first person I've talked to today because <laughs> I live alone now. I'm like, I kind of love it. But also, no, I know that feeling. But during the pandemic, though, like that's every day. No, it was, it was oh like, God. it was, it was like, it was getting weird. It was like, it was yeah. genuinely getting weird. And it got to the point where just kind of like the clothes carry energy homes, mm-hmm. we, that's a whole nother, I yes. go into the, the energetics of a home, but the energy just got so tainted for me in that house. Cause it mm-hmm. felt like solitary confinement kind of yeah. like at first it was like fun. Yeah. For, yeah. It was like jail. Yeah. It turned into jail. Like yeah. I felt like I was in jail. That's I was so like, but funny. I put myself in this own jail. Uh-huh. I built it. Now I, I have control over this. Yeah. yeah I'm allowed to leave, but it was a weird dynamic. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that's it. Like I'm moving to LA. I moved to LA. Cause I, I, mm-hmm. in my head, I was obsessed with, I needed to be near the ocean. I need to do, it was like this, this thought that was just like on loop. Yeah. Was like, I need to be near, near water. And so I was like going to move to LA and Here, TK yeah. of course was like, yeah, I moved to LA. Ah, okay. you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, um, cause I didn't, I just in my head was like, didn't, I mean, obviously I knew about Florida, but like, I just mm-hmm. always grew up going to like 38, which isn't really like a, you yeah. live there. It's like a beach house yeah. or like, a you know, that's like, so that's the area where I like when I was young, that's my childhood memories are like in seaside and like the outdoor like arena thing or whatever that little concert yes. area yes. is yes. with the grocer there. Like I, I was like a local we lived like 15 minutes in Sandestin's, what it's called. 
Yes, we had. That was my whole childhood. Oh, just sweaty and beachy. We have crossed paths so many ways. Yeah, my family had a home there. Really, it was my dream. I know that that is like that's the pipe dream. Mm -hmm. But I will say, I thought I was moving to LA, and then two weeks before that, I met Austin, and Mm. then he's from Florida, (laughs) and so I was like, the universe like put the ocean in my head. Yes, I think so. Then you know, when I met Austin, I'm like, thank gosh she wasn't from you know somewhere like up really cold. Yes. (laughs) Well, then you wouldn't. You've been like, I'm not. This yeah, guy. yeah. Like, I need the ocean. <laughs> but I was like planted, like ocean, ocean, ocean. Also, like, yeah. I live on the ocean. I'm like, weird. You can stay. <laughs> this is so weird. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the universe gave you that. But I was kind of like, I'm gonna see. Like, I had just met him. Like, I was like, mm, I'm gonna like see this one through. And he's yeah, like, yeah. I'm moving to LA. And I was like, okay, all right, never <laughs> mind. Now, but I do. Yeah. It's funny how it all like works out. Yes. Which is a perfect segue for what I want to talk to you is like in our heads. Sometimes we have a um an outcome but I love playing the game like what if it looked different what if yeah. it looked better what if it was not LA what if it was the yes. love of my life at the beach like you yes. know you just never know never know how it's going to be I'm a big manifester yes you and are. I'm really diving into like I'm also a control freak with my own life so I'm like I'm really diving into the way that I'm like okay yes I do want these x y and z outcomes like you wanted the ocean but I don't know how it's going to show up mm-hmm. and I just like now have learned in the past couple months especially to just let go of basically everything and try to try to be present yes. and just be like, you know what? It's happening for me regardless. But the more I try to control like the succession of events, the less it's going to happen the way that the I how? want it anyway. Yeah. So I just have been like letting go and been like, I just want to be in a happy mood and do what I need to do every single day and read my book. I ordered a lemon tree. I'm like, I just, you know, it makes me happy. Lemons. I'm just going to order a lemon tree. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens. I'm like in such a weird, like just phase of just, calm and like seeing what happens i i love a soft slow girl era yeah. for you you love really it. need that need also like it's really great for the nervous system the nervous yes. system is like everything i'm learning it everything it's everything i even within like this last relationship again if you're talking about like attachment styles they're both they're triggered by your nervous system yeah like and then i started realizing how much everything is triggered by your nervous system yeah everything it's so crazy and it's like if you don't have any tools I'm I am like I'm coming in hot with like I think my my like direction that I'm gonna go is like safety because it's like it is like our main need and I feel like it's the need that most of us especially like especially as women I don't know as much for men I'm not really sure I Mm -hmm. haven't really Austin's like yeah okay but like because they're not really communicating to us what's going on in their their brain but it's like the most common thing for people to like not feel safe in their bodies not feel safe not feel regulated and and here's the thing everybody's walking around dysregulated and they don't even know it well how weird is this I was just having this conversation with my friend Jamie and we were, I was saying how everyone is seeking safety. And no matter, like, whatever our reactions are to the outside world or to our inner worlds, it's all our body trying to seek safety and how dysregulate our nervous system. I, I literally had this exact conversation, like, yeah. two days ago. But it's so simple, and we make it so complicated. Yeah. And I honestly, like, I would love to have a podcast episode. I don't know if you've done it because I've, I've listened to all of yours. Uh-huh. Um on uh-huh. simple tools regulating oh. the nervous system. No, I'm going to do like it. what you do. Let's do it. Because I would so listen to that immediately. <laughs> okay, yeah. Because I that is something that I've been... It was probably like these last few moves for mm-hmm. me that triggered my nervous system being so dysregulated. So yeah. then I became... And I'm the type of person that if something's going on in my life, I become obsessed, immersed. Like, mm-hmm. I will find a way back to peace. Like, yeah. inner peace <laughs> is like my baseline. Yes. I will find her. Now that's your obsession. And it's yeah. my obsession. But I've learned every time something happens, I'm like, why is this happening? Mm-hmm. It's always like, yeah, because you've got to learn, you've got to create the tools and you're here to teach people. Yeah. Like, my life's purpose is to teach. That's mm-hmm. like literally what I do. And so I like, every time something happens to me, I'm like, 
<sighs> okay, here we go. Here, here we go. We're on here, a ride. Go, we're on a ride. Everybody buckle up. Yeah. Now I'm obsessed. Yeah. But I will. And I've been on this journey. I mean, I've done herbal tinctures. I mean, I've done everything. And so yeah, yeah. I will do like a compilation because it is it is a very like multifaceted situation. Yes. But there are one, most people don't realize safety is actually what you're seeking. Mm-hmm. I always say like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Yeah. It's the, the foundation is safety. safety. The foundation for any relationship, safety. The foundation foundation for weight loss feeling safe in your body. Yeah. Like people don't understand that that's like, this is this giant piece and mm-hmm. everyone's just like, yes, I'm going to do a hit class. Yeah. <laughs> and like you put your body into like this stress, stress, high stress. Yeah. I will say like, I had this one post that was so like, you know how sometimes a random post does really well. Yeah. And it made no sense. It was this post I made for my birthday. And I said, I made a home in myself and I love it here. Oh. And I had so many people send me that like over the years and be like, I had this one girl send it to me and be like, you don't know how many times in over the course of the last two years I've come back to this post and like repeated this affirmation to myself. And I realized that like for me, creating a home in myself is creating like a safe space. But I don't know why it's so difficult because I still haven't like, I've been working on it for years and I still haven't like fully done it. But all of us, I feel like for me, it's nice to like visualize having a home in your own body mm-hmm. in terms of like creating a safe place safe to place. exist. Oh, I love Isn't that. Isn't that kind of like weird how we just don't even naturally think to do that? We're all totally cool with like not being safe in our body. No, like <laughs> from a true like evolutionary standpoint, we're mm-hmm. just like in fight or flight. Yeah. Like that's how it happens with our nervous system. We mm-hmm. just stay in fight or flight and, and, and everyone's just like out there functioning in fight or flight and they're like, oh, this is the only way that we can exist. Yeah. And you're like, no, no, no. You could actually feel quite safe and like, or we're like proud of it. Yeah. We're like, look how much I can stress myself out and still be alive. Like <laughs> what? <laughs> Why are what? we, do- I was doing that for so long. I'm like, this is like a badge of honor. Oh, how stressed I am. Like no, truly like a badge of honor. I would be like, I'm going to take 60 milligrams of Vyvanse. I'm going to chug a coffee. I'm going to yes. work 19 shows. I was running three jobs. <laughs> like why? Well, sometimes it is at a necessity. I yeah. do get it. Like there's things like that. I mean, it take, it's a shift that has to happen. It doesn't happen overnight, obviously. Right. But like, I think also we just, we live in America. So I think yeah. it's more than almost like anywhere else. We just love being stressed. <laughs> and we're like, look how stressed I am, everyone. This is great. Did you see the TikTok with the woman from Spain who's like, it went so viral. Like everyone's no, been talking I don't about think it. So. It's basically like this woman being like, Americans just like pretty much just saying like, you guys are so stressed out. You don't create any social time. Like you don't mm-hmm. like slow down and like enjoy. And yes. I'm like, I do think every other country is like, what are you guys doing? I mean, I was, I went out the other night and with my guy friends and there was this one guy and it kind of, it's like, I have to liken everything to something. I'm big into like metaphor. I saw this one guy and it, he was embodying like what America is to the rest of the world. Cause I literally was like, is he on so much cocaine? Like he literally like couldn't function as like running around. Like, and yeah. I was like, I didn't know him, but it was like a friend of a friend. And I was like, is that guy like coked out right now? Like, what is this problem? His eyes are this big. And I'm like, this is just making me anxious to watch you do this. Like, and I'm supposed to be having a relaxing time. Like, this is me going out my house for the first time today. Um, and that's what it gives me. Like, that's what American people are kind of giving me the vibe of. I have a full episode called, um, how to live your best European girl life. Yes. Cause after I went to Europe more recently, I was like, damn, they really got to figure it figured out. Yeah. They're so calm and normal. So calm and normal. And, and Why? It's, it's crazy to you when you're in that rat race of like, especially for me, it's like being on Adderall and mm-hmm. then you're, then you get out of it. And then you like, look at people who were like cracked out on Adderall, like talking to you a million miles an hour. Yeah. I'm like, Oh my God, was I like, that, that was me. <laughs> that was me. Yeah. I was talking a hundred miles an yes. hour and just like, it, I was like a crazy person. Yes. I personally was. I'm not saying everyone on Adderall is crazy. But like but. it can make you, I don't know if you carry a certain energy with you. I also think it affects your day to day. For me, a big thing 
has been in the last year. So I was in LA for six years. I moved away this last year to Dallas and DC and there was less to do for my work there. So I learned to relax this last year. Mm -hmm. And my ex was very, he's a max relaxer. Okay. Like very relaxed. (laughs) And like, I was always, especially when we first moved in together, I was like, I just needed to be doing stuff all day. And I'd be like, why aren't you doing stuff? Like, what are you doing right now? And he's like, I'm playing video games. I'm like, but like, can you be doing something productive? He's like, why do I need to do something productive? And I'm like, you know what? (laughs) You're decompressing right now. He's like, I like to decompress. I'm like, you know what? I could probably learn how to do this too. That's something that that taught me. And so having the combination of not having so much access to events and like even things like this in Dallas or whatever, I had to relax so much. So now I'm like, much more relaxed and LA can be a crazy rat race. And I feel like coming back after I had this like newfound kind of lifestyle, I'm able to do LA the right way. Yeah. And it's not stressing me out as much. And I don't feel the need to like be everywhere and do everything all at once. Yes. And it's been nice. The crazy thing too, is that really that was just a shift inside of you. Yeah. You know, it's like, we have to like set the tone. We have to create the boundaries. And then it's mm-hmm. like, we can exist anywhere happily. Yes. But it's when we kind of like allow ourselves to just like do the things, spread ourselves in. Will you let the energy of the place affect you more than your energy affecting you and the place kind of. Yes. So now I'm more of like a, instead of the outside in, I'm more of an inside out kind of person like I'd like to be a person that walks in a room and people have like a better they feel more calm or they feel more centered or they I'm not adding to the anxiety at least yeah be great yes (laughs) that's the goal no truly like that was always like my best compliment people would always be like on Instagram you look really chaotic but when I'm with you I feel very grounded yeah and I'm like wow that's like literally (laughs) awesome that's the best compliment ever I'm like people always would be so thrown like they're like probably my older self on Instagram because I was Mm -hmm. just like such a big personality I love like self-expression through clothes yeah do you think clothes are very like it's the same thing it's an energetic practice yeah and I love to play like I love to play like dress up I was very Mm -hmm. into like quantum manifesting with outfits like who do I want to be to be yeah who do I want to be today I've actually never heard it put like that. Yeah. And again, that's a, you need another episode on okay. that. For I sure. am. I know. It's like I have like I have like years of all this information that I was like too afraid to tell people. Yeah. And then now that like I realized, oh, people are actually like want to hear it. Then I'm just like, yeah, like, yeah. I, Courtney's <laughs> like, I literally have like ten episodes batch. I can't like yes. record enough. I can't do. Yeah. Yeah, I can't do them fast enough, but <laughs> I will do because you can quantum manifest or like quantum jump just with clothes. Yeah. Makeup. Like that's also something. So the reason I like listening to your podcast is I am spiritual, but I think you make it more digestible to people who are like me who like I'm spiritual, but I'm not like super crazy immersed in the world. So like I, but, and I think that having those tangible tips, free tangible tips, by the way, that someone can like just, you know, jump into a new outfit and it's so true that it can make you feel like a new person. Yeah. Well, it's a good tool. Anytime you're like having like a down day or something like for me, my go-to is like, I'm gonna put on a little makeup. I'm gonna put on a cute outfit. Yeah. Like I'm going to do this or like, so there was like a week where it was just like a lull like week and I started like pulling out all of my craziest outfits and like mm-hmm. putting on stuff and I, I kept telling Austin I want to celebrate something I want to pretend like it's my birthday like yes. I was just like being like silly but it was like but we yeah. were having fun and it was mm-hmm. like a Tuesday you know yeah. like it's like when you put on an outfit you really can like play this part and like mm-hmm. go places and like no one's gonna question you like that's no. the thing if you own it no one question no you go one in a birthday questions. outfit every Friday yeah you're like it's my birthday it's my birthday it's Friday I'm in my birthday outfit yeah. and no one like everyone's like people are always like oh my god this yes it's, yes. it's giving what needs to give and I'm like thank you yeah it's my that's birthday so awesome. it's January but yeah but there is also an energy too of like when you are trying to become someone like I'm mm-hmm. really all into like the method acting version yeah, of yeah. like our highest self 
myself. Like truly, mm-hmm. like every decision I make, I'm like, what would the highest version of Anna Grace do? Like, yeah. would she do this or would she do this? Would she stay in her lazy clothes all day or would she put on like something fabulous? Then mm-hmm. I'm gonna record more and be more productive. Yes. You know, it's almost like an alter ego. It is. Yeah, it is. The book, The Alter Ego Effect, by Todd Herman. Mm, it's good. so good. Really good. He's actually like um like a sports background, how he works with high performing athletes. Yes. And he talks about that, how he gives them like a totem, something mm-hmm. to like activate into this alter ego. Ooh, I need a totem. Yeah, you need a totem. But for me wow. it's clothes. Yours could be makeup. You yeah. know, yeah. Uh, it can be like anything. anything. Yeah. Um, it's a really cool read and it's not like spiritual at all. It's actually alter pretty ego. scientific. Yeah, yeah. Um but anyways, there is a lot that you can do, even if it's like you're wanting to like work in a certain career or like your dream, whatever your dream is, ask yourself like, what would this version of that person wear? Like, mm-hmm. what does she wear to the gym? Yeah. Does she wear her scruffy, slubby clothes? It's so weird how it makes that easier. It, it really it is, is so yeah. tied to our energy because it's like when you put on the dress, you're walking the walk, like people think, oh, she knows what she's doing. Even yeah. though you don't. Yeah. But who cares? <laughs> like I'm wearing the outfit. I look the part. Mm-hmm. Nobody can tell me shit. No. I look great. And also great. most people aren't even thinking about you no. anyway. No. That's my greatest freedom in life is that no one gives a fuck. <laughs> I know. Like I love it so much. And even like living on the internet, my life is broadcast like just like yours to so many people like on purpose I do that and still in my intuitive mind I know no one gives a fuck (laughs) and it's so freeing and amazing like now I don't judge myself anymore because I'm just like whatever it's no one really cares anyway it's not that serious you're like no one really cares no one cares it's not that wear the clothes um (laughs) I do want to just you to really quickly give us a summary of Mm -hmm. kind of the lucky girl syndrome Okay. And because you are the queen of lucky girl syndrome, I actually, have you, have you talked about your merch yet or no? No. Oh yes, I have. I have. I'm like me. I don't want to spoil anything. (laughs) I have. I've talked about, so I want to make merch that has lucky girl syndrome on it. We're in the midst of doing that. So it's a little, um, announcement, but basically I saw it on TikTok a lot. Um, and it was just like, it's essentially just manifesting, but like, I love a like something you can advertise. Like it's like the commercial take on manifesting, which is lucky girl syndrome. And it's almost like this level of near delusion Mm -hmm. that I absolutely love living in. Like where I'm just like, good things are always happening to me. And if something bad happens to me, I'm like, it's because a better thing is on the way. Like you're almost like just, it is delusion, but it's not really because it usually does pan out that something better happens. Um, Or if a bad thing happens, I'm like, that's cool. I was supposed to learn from that. That's nice. But it's basically just believing you're the luckiest girl in the world and that everything is always working out in your favor. And it puts you in this like energy to receive things that are, are always working out in your favor. And for example, um, I went to the Super Bowl a couple weekends ago and we, my friend Iman and I were just like, we're delusionally happy and delusionally lucky. Like everything's always going well for us. Mm -hmm. And every little thing that happened to us on those days was just like, the universe was just on our side. Just like we were trying to, you know, we went to a a tailgate for my work thing and then we were supposed to go to the Super Bowl, but we didn't go meet up with these people and like in time to go get us in. And we were both like, well, you know what? Maybe something better is going to happen. So we like went out in Old Town Scottsdale. It was just her and I, which we were always just like a good energy. (laughs) And we, you know, walking in, a lot of people, my friends were texting me like, I had to pay $600 to get into this one bar. Like all this stuff was happening. And we were just walking being again, delusionally happy. Also, Iman is like, a supermodel so this could have something to do with it <laughs> but so we were just walking so in, are you well, I mean like she's like literally 5'11 like this person gorgeous people are coming up to her being like like how do you look like that and she's my one of my favorite people ever <laughs> um so anyway we're walking and when I say like not even we're not even breaking stride at this point like we're walking 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 and some guy comes up to me and was like I met you two days ago do you want to go over here to this bar that we wanted to go to anyway like 
we'll go through the back and we are like sure and like when I say again stride was not broken we walked directly to the table (laughs) and then like a bunch of people we knew were just like around us and we had the best time of our lives on the top of this table with some people we knew some we didn't we're looking around people are trying to be like in the club and cool we are screaming rihanna at the top of our lungs in the you know the middle of the super bowl and i we just like reflect on that night sometimes because we're like even us not getting the super bowl which we kind of wanted to see her like live um it ended up being like one of the best weirdest days because we were just so delusionally happy and it made us really just have the best time so that's like a practice of lucky girl syndrome in like a really easy applicable sense um and then yeah we just had best time ever and then we left the next day and we're like damn I'm gonna carry that energy with me forever yeah because everything was easy and everything was fun well you're like everything's easy everything's fun and when you're just like also like kind of just detached from the outcome so detached no no end game our only outcome was like let's have the best time ever and so it didn't matter how it happened yeah (laughs) (laughs) whether we were in the Super Bowl or not and it was and it just happened and again it it does feel like a little bit of a high like a delusional high but it's like fun and I I kind of aim to live my life that way because then you start going for things that you wouldn't go for before you start having bigger goals and then being like, Oh my gosh, like up before I never thought I could accomplish something like this. And then you have a bigger goal and you set the intention to do it. And then you do accomplish it. And you're like, Holy shit, I didn't know I could do that. Yeah. It just makes you feel really powerful. And also kind of look at life almost like it's a game. that's it's like working game. for you. Yes. You know what I mean? As long as you believe it's working for you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's all, it's all about your belief system. And mm-hmm. the, every time I do a reading, it's always like life is a game and you make the rules. Yes. And so why not make the rules that you're always winning? Always winning. Right? Even through the bad stuff yeah, too. And I'm I think winning. it's, obviously there's circumstances are different for everybody, but like you can, it, a lot of times we don't have control over the circumstances, but we can control how we're reacting to them right? and how we, the energy we carry to those circumstances. But I also think it's important to give yourself grace. Like if something fucking sucks, like it's cool to like, it's you can acknowledge it. Right. We don't need to be positive all the time. Right. You know, no, but it's just an inner knowing that everything's working out is it's, nice. It's truly just like a playful playing the game. And yes. I always tell people when it comes to lucky girl syndrome, it's because oftentimes our brains are quick to trick us into thinking the worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. And it's just a practice of thinking, what if yeah. it was actually awesome? What well, if it's it was also great? That's a survival technique. So right. I'm also like for my anxiety and stuff like that, I'm thankful for it. But acknowledging that is really important, I think. You know what I mean? Like being like, hey, my body and my brain are going to tell me what's going to go wrong so I can survive. Right. And now, you know, we live in the modern world. Things are dangerous here, but they're not as dangerous as they used to be. So mm-hmm. I think we can get rid of some of that crazy anxiety that like we're going to be attacked by a bear at all times you know (laughs) what I mean like something bad sort of horrible going to happen and I it's it's been transformative and like you said playful like I think that's a really perfect word for that kind of delusion yeah just playful Playful. delusion yeah like what if I what if I just like went yesterday Courtney and I went and got coffee and then Mm -hmm. we got like free pastries I'm like what if we get a free thing right now you know yes like it's just playful it's just playful it's like the fun little things like you said it's like if you're Mm -hmm. having a a shitty time like let it be shitty but also yeah it's it's more so of just like examining our thoughts and not always allowing them to go to the worst case scenario yes (laughs) that's how I feel yes I agree and I I think through again also my breakup because it has been relatively public that it's something that I've really leaned on to make me take life less seriously. Because sometimes when you go through something like that, you're, it feels like a little traumatizing. And if you can connect with something more playful and like, like just something that feels for lack of a better term, just like dumb, like Mm -hmm. dumb and playful and doesn't matter. Yeah. It's, it's really freeing and like fun. It makes things fun again. Yeah. And it's been great to practice it through that time period you yes. know what I mean yeah it's yeah. a little bit again that's what makes you feel more delusional though because if you're like natural because at that point you're still sad like right you're going through right. a breakup it's sad but you can still practice lucky girl syndrome 
you almost need it more at that point. Yeah. You know, you're like, there's something wrong with sprinkling a little extra. Yeah. Like, just lucky. a little weird delusion. Like <laughs> everything's happening. Everything's fine. But it kind of reminds me of whenever I was telling you I was sitting in bed and being like, you're so abundant, like so bad. At first you're like, I'm so lucky. <laughs> Fucking everything's always working out for me. But then it just becomes like a funny delusion and it's fun and it works. It, and it does. It yeah. really does work. I literally could talk to you for like another hour. Yeah, like this hour's like yeah. blown by. I'm like, wait, I'm like, we have to come back and do it again. Yeah. I also, actually guys, we are doing a podcast swap. So I'm going to be going on Peyton's mm-hmm. podcast, Note to Self. Yes. And she gives like the best like big sister advice, like advice to your younger that. self. Like mm-hmm. she's got the great voice for it. Yeah. I I, I just you. like gobble up her podcast. <laughs> so um, check her out there. But Peyton also pimp yourself out. Let us know like what's going on. Yeah, where you can find me. So you can find me on social media all across the platforms at Peyton Sarton. I'm loving TikTok lately. I'm a big TikTok, like, I'm not, I don't create on TikTok as much as I watch it. Like when you were saying like, did you watch this TikTok? I'm like, I watch 7,000 TikToks a day. So like probably, <laughs> but I don't know. Um, so yeah, Peyton Sarton, I'm on YouTube as well. And my podcast is Note to Self by Peyton Sarton. You can listen to it wherever you get your podcasts. That's yeah. about it. Thank you so much. Thank on behalf you for of having AG me. University, <laughs> one, thank you for supporting you guys. She's been uh, she's been promoting us to her audience. So mm-hmm. I just want to say thank you, Peyton. Of thank course. you for sharing your wisdom. This was so good. <laughs> it was. It was. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. As always, I just wanted to say thank you so much for tuning in. If you feel so called or if it feels aligned, I would love for you to leave me a review here. I always love reading your beautiful thoughts and messages. And also you can find me at Anna Grace Newell on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And I will link all of my courses, AG University course curriculum in the show notes, along with if you're interested in booking an Akashic Records reading with me, my scheduling link goes out in my newsletter. It goes out once a month and it's completely free. I would love to have you there. As always, I'm a proud professor and you get an A plus for making it all the way through the end. Love you.